Birth is never a one-size-fits-all, and every birth is its own beautiful. I'll be interviewing mothers and inviting them to share their unique stories of childbirth. Tune in to Beautifully Birthed for your weekly birth story. I'm your host, Brittany, and thanks so much for stopping by. Let's get started. In today's episode, I'm chatting with Lindsay. She's from Ontario, where she lives with her partner, Joe, and they have their gorgeous daughter, Delina. And she's actually a hypnobirthing mama, so she found hypnobirthing during pregnancy. She used it throughout her pregnancy, um, found it very helpful, and then used it through labor and delivery. And her plan was to have a water birth at the birth center with her midwives but after some time and quite a long labor they did decide to transfer to hospital and her postpartum was really rough as well she did have some um, unusual um, abdominal tearing uh, and she did throw out her back too so yeah her story is excellent and if you were um, maybe curious about hypnobirthing she she gave us lots of wonderful information so much for joining me today Lindsay hi thank you um if you want to start and tell us a little bit about you who's in your family where you guys are from okay so um I have myself uh my partner Joe and our new little baby um six months Delina and we're from Ontario uh, Kitchener Ontario in Canada um I work as a nurse um and we had uh Delina in September of 2019. So she's just turned six months a couple days ago. Oh, so she's still very fresh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. And were you guys together for a long time before you guys started trying or did, was she, was she planned? Um, so people asked me that before if she was planned and I wouldn't say we were particularly trying like it wasn't like we were looking at like when I was ovulating or anything but I was having some issues with birth control and we've been together about like four years at that point and I was like you know like if we got pregnant like do you want to have a kid like is this something that is like in our future and he really wants kids so um yeah so we were just like well we'll kind of let fate take its like path and um if we get pregnant great and if not then we'll just get fur babies and travel and do all (laughs) all the things right so um yeah but we were um I was just off of my birth control for about eight months and then um I found out that I was pregnant and so that was I I was even though I knew it could be happening I was still in in shock when it happened so I found out actually on our um anniversary the morning of our anniversary um, so I took the birth control or the, um, pregnancy test, sorry, in the morning and Joe had already left for work. And then I, so I had to go to work and I was just like, oh my God, like I'm pregnant. <laughs> Is this for real? So it took me all day to kind of digest it. And then when he came home from work, um, I had a gift for him for our anniversary. So I was taking him to a concert, um, and so I gave him, I said, like, close your eyes and gave him the tickets for the concert. And he's like, oh, excited. And then I was like, hey, I have another surprise for you. And uh, told him to close his eyes again. Then I put his, um, the pregnancy, or sorry, the, um, yeah, pregnancy test in his hand. And he just, <laughs> like, stared down and he's like, he didn't say anything for like a solid four minutes. And I was just staring at him. He's just staring down at it, looking up at me, (laughs) staring down at it. And I'm like, are you going to say anything? Like what's going on in your brain? Like I can see the wheels turning. (laughs) And he just like got up and started giving me like a bunch of like hugs and kisses. Like he literally couldn't say anything. Like he was just so excited. (laughs) So sweet. Yeah. Was Was it like pretty positive? Like don't no denying it. Yeah, no, it was definitely. Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember I showed my husband the test and he's like, there's no second line. I'm like, yes, there is. <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely, a, it was a, the line. And I, I was starting to, like, I was late and I was starting to have, like, some um, tenderness in my breast. And I was like, I feel, like, I feel a little different. I'm like, I think I should take a test just to see. And, yeah, so 
it it happened and now we have a baby <laughs> oh gosh that's so fun and then um did you have any like you said you got breast tenderness but did you um get any nausea later on or did how was the first kind of few weeks so, of pregnancy they can be brutal <laughs> yeah so I had a fairly um rough pregnancy just feeling sick um so I in the first trimester I lost 15 pounds um because I was so ill and I, I went to, I finally went to the doctor and they were like, Oh, you probably should have came in for IV fluids. And like, you're not supposed to be throwing up that much. I was like, Oh, well I'm a nurse. So I was like taking in some electrolytes. I'm like, I'm fine. Like, it's okay. But <laughs> I worked uh, um, in an office and in, in the office, I had uh, the microwave right by my desk. And so everybody was making all their food so every day I was just so incredibly sick because like any scent was just like, well, <laughs> like, this is not good. <laughs> so I was, I had a, a very challenging pregnancy in that matter. Um, and I had some pain. I had to go to the hospital for the first little bit um, for the early pregnancy um, clinic just to make sure that the pregnancy was viable uh, so we held off on telling people for a little while um, I had to tell my mom though we live with her um, and I had to tell her because I was just so incredibly sick so the first little bit I was like oh yeah it must be the flu um, but yeah. after <laughs> like after a week or so of that I was like the flu doesn't last that long <laughs> like you know no, like she would have caught <laughs> yeah, so um, we had a little mug that we got that said, um, like, best grandma ever, and put a put oh. the ultrasound in for her, and we gave her that, and so that was kind of special, because that's her first grandbaby, too, so that was really nice, and um, then we told the rest of the family once we found out, like, it was, everything was good, and um, viable pregnancy, and um, yeah, so that was really, that was really nice having such positive um like excitement from both sides of our family was really nice. Yeah. yeah. But then, so I was like terrified though of actually like being pregnant and having a baby and the whole birthing process. I was like literally terrified of it. Um, so I did some research into ways like I, I'm a mental health nurse. So I was like, there's gotta be a way to, you know, keep me calm and like my anxiety down for this. Um, so I was uh, looking into some research and I saw a couple people on my Instagram actually that were doing the hypnobirthing. Uh, and I'm so glad that I found that because that was my saving grace for my entire pregnancy because it was very challenging for me. And I feel like I, I, I did quite well considering once I found the hypnobirthing. So we did um, classes for that. And then um, we did the practicing of uh, like some relaxation techniques. And Joe was doing some like light touch massage. And I was listening to the affirmations every day and just really making sure I was mindful of my level of anxiety and and reducing that and trying to find ways to feel empowered with it um, I also did prenatal yoga which I found really helpful having a group of women to kind of work through and you got to talk sometimes in the beginning of the class which was really nice um, and so we did the hypnobirthing classes on top of that we did a parenting class so by the time that uh, the labor was ready um, it was not how I had planned it, but it was, um, I think I felt pretty good about how it turned out considering I had to do some of the things that I was like, absolutely hard. No. Um, and I feel that if I hadn't have done the hypnobirthing, I probably would have been a complete wreck and it would have been, um, a lot more like traumatizing. I feel like probably than it was. And I had a really good support team set up for my labor and delivery. Uh, so that was really helpful. Um, so I'm really glad that I, I did find that hypnobirthing and I've kind of shared some of my stories with some of my friends that have recently been um, pregnant as well. And they've been finding uh, some of the techniques very helpful as well. So I, I was happy that I was able to kind of share my experience and, um, kind of ease some of that anxiety uh around you know being pregnant you're gonna have this human like coming out of you somehow right and then yeah. you have to take care <laughs> of this little person um but it was so funny because when I prior to getting pregnant 
I was like terrified. I was like, no, I'm never having like a baby coming out of me. Like that's just like horrifying to me. And after all of like my pregnancy, which was extremely challenging. Um, and then um, after like the labor and the del- delivery, I was uh, people have asked me already, they're like, are you going to have a second? And I was like, if I could just do the labor and delivery part, like a hundred percent. Yes. Like I would be right on it. Um, so I'm still like on the fence if I'm going to do the whole nine months of pregnancy <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I'm the same, like I loved labor and delivery. I thought it was just, um, yeah, I, I say like, I wish I could do it every day. Like I wish I could birth all of the babies. <laughs> birthing like early enough. Did you find that, um, you could use it to help with um, like nausea and stuff like that? Or did you kind of like go on to collecting? Like, I know some people use hypnobirthing, like even if they just have um, prodromal labor or um, aches and pains, like hypnobirth, sometimes you hear people use it throughout their whole life after like for parenting, because it's just so calming, right? Yeah, so I did use a lot of it for, um, because I was having such extreme nausea throughout pretty much my entire pregnancy. And then I was having um, a lot of practice labor quite early. Uh, so I had to definitely use the techniques that I, I learned through the hypnobirthing. I definitely use that throughout my pregnancy once I found out about it. Um, and it, it really helped with um, being a little bit more mindful, like feeling grateful as well. Like it really helped with that. Like I, I get to experience, like even though this nausea is so extreme and intense I get to do that where I know that it's so challenging for some people to like even get pregnant sometimes so it just really helped me put my life into perspective and um, to really help me just like manage through and like lessen the negative effects of the the issues that I was dealing with at that point Um, so it definitely helped lessen that which I found extremely helpful like throughout my whole thing and I was very calm throughout majority of my pregnancy like uh, the first trimester was rough because I hadn't figured anything out and I was like freaking I was like oh my god I pregnant and then I found hypnobirthing <laughs> and then it was just very calm and relaxed and I, I tried to spend a lot of time doing like more self-care and I already do a lot of um, meditations and things to kind of keep myself relaxed and reduce stress um, with working in um, mental health. I've been working in that for about eight, eight years. Um, so definitely making sure that I'm taking care of myself. So uh, the hypnobirthing really enhanced everything else that I was already doing. So that was really great. And um, even my partner, he found it was really helpful. So we would do the relaxation techniques uh, in the evening, right right before we were going to get ready for bed. Uh, And he was sleeping a lot better. And he was very relaxed as well. So he was finding that he was enjoying the hypnobirthing as well, which I thought was kind of cool. Because at first, he was just like, well, what is this like hippie thing? Like, I don't know if I want yes. to do this, right? Because he he's doesn't do the mindfulness or meditation with me very often. Um, it sounds very hippie too. Like when yeah. you tell people, they kind of look at you so funny. <laughs> yeah. And then once we did it, he was just like, oh, this is very like calming and nice. I was like, yeah, yeah like it's not, it's not, it's not too out of, out, like, out of the nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Like go with him. A midwifery care or did you do um, an OB? So I had um, my family doctor actually worked with me up until about 20 weeks. And then after that, I had luckily, um, I was on a list for a midwife um, up until about 24 weeks. Uh, and then I had called one last midwife place that I didn't even realize existed. And I got one like the next day. So I was very grateful for that. Um which I really, I really enjoyed that because for the first uh, few weeks, because I had to go to the uh, early pregnancy clinic, I had to go and see an OB and I had like scheduled appointments and I still waited almost two hours to get into those scheduled appointments. So I was really frustrated with that. Um, So with my midwife, it was really nice. It was um, like a small clinic and they were there majority of the time on time, unless they were giving birth to another baby right like helping out (laughs) um which I like you can't be upset about that um so we did the midwife which was I I enjoyed that um just because I I like having that informed choice and um I was lower risk 
even though I was so sick, like I still was considered low risk. Uh, so that was really great. And at the midwife clinic, it's only one in our area that has a birthing center as well. Um, so oh, I got wow. to do, yeah, so it was nice. I was hopeful to be able to give birth in it. Um, but unfortunately, I wasn't. So we did do a lot of the, the laboring though at the um, center. And so it was very calm and they had the lights and it was just a really nice environment and they had a really big bathtub that I was going to be able to give birth in um, if, if you chose to do that or if you were able to do that. Um, so it was just kind of really nice that you had this like space for yourself. And um, so we did a lot of the, the like hours of laboring there. Um, but then I had to get transferred to the hospital, unfortunately, but that, that was okay. Oh, no. Yeah, that was okay. Like, and Sorry? Did you find that like you have you did lots and lots of prep. So mm-hmm. um, with your midwife, did you guys kind of go over a plan? So the plan was to give birth at the the center there? Yeah, so the plan was to give birth at the center. I was hopeful for a water birth. Um, a water birth. Yeah, which I was like super excited about. I was like, yay. Like and when I was laboring at home, everything was looking really great. Um, we got to the birthing center and it was a few hours. And then... Um, and then my surges or contractions um, just completely stopped. Um, so then from there, we had to do some medical interventions. Um, so at that point, they had suggested actually uh, rupturing the, um, like my water to break. And um, so they did that. And then that was supposed to help increase uh, the surges. And it actually decreased. Um, so because it had decreased she was like, oh, we should probably go to the hospital. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait. I'm like, my body kind of knows what to do. Like this baby should know what to do. And then I went into the bathtub just to kind of relax because I was like, that's not my plan. Like, and I was trying to do all my hypnobirthing techniques. And I think it was really helpful. Like I had my mom uh, reading uh, out positive affirmations. I had Joe there with me as well. So he was doing the light um light touch massage and throughout everything like we talked over every um intervention together as a team which was really I found helpful um and then so I was in the bathtub and um and then my um surges just completely were non-existent at that point and um she was checking like the baby's heart monitor heart monitor um so we didn't have anything attached onto me at that point because I wanted it to be as little interventions as possible um and then when she was checking the heart rate the heart rate was going down quite significantly and I was like let's just see because like I'm a, I'm a nurse I'm like we need to check this like two or three times to get like an accurate reading like just because it was off the one time doesn't mean it's going to be off the next time so we did a couple times and it was kind of just like all over the place I was like oh there's like something not right so um so then we had decided okay I took my breath and um, we were doing the the um, hypnobirthing techniques and trying to stay calm. Um, and we had decided to go to the hospital. And then when it, I went to the hospital, which is literally, it was, I, I walked across to the hospital. So I'm in labor. I'm carrying one oh, of my no. like, labor bags. And uh, my partner, he's carrying all of the, all of our like, um, like bags that we had packed with all the stuff. Um, and we're just like walking across the to the hospital which I thought was kind of funny I'm like I'm in labor like why am I walking like right now doing this like I'm just you know strutting the street um so when we went and we talked with the OB uh they had suggested that um I get the oxytocin so they called it augmentation um so they wanted to do that to kind of get my uterus to start moving again because it had stalled and uh, because my water was ruptured and because I was in labor at that point for about two days uh, they were hesitant of me um, going without any further like medical interventions Um, it was basically at that point they were like we would like highly suggest an epidural and uh, with this augmentation because the augmentation goes quite fast um to dilate you so um part of my birthing preferences were to not have an epidural like whatsoever like that was like a hard no um for my birthing plan and then 
so we were talking about it and I, I, it took me and I was like, can I have some time to think about this? I'm like, because honestly, like that's not anything of what I wanted to do. And, and at this point, do they, um, at this point, cause you've transferred, does your midwife follow you and is she still your care provider or do you kind of get moved over to the OB? So I got moved over to the OB. So I was technically under their care, but my midwife was allowed to be a part of the okay, labor good. and birthing, which was good. Um, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Do you have their support for all of that, all of that time? Yeah. And then they just <laughs> yeah, no. So she was able to stay and um, she was kind of talking with me about the epidural. And she's like, I know like this wasn't a part of your plan. She's like, but like our concern is if you don't get the epidural and you have this because you've been in labor for so long, she's like, you're tired. You haven't slept in almost 48 hours. She's like, I'm really worried that this will turn into an emergency C-section. She's like, and I know that was also a very hard no on what you wanted. And <laughs> so I was very calm, which I was not surprised. Like I was surprised about, I wasn't expecting that. Um, so the hypnobirthing really helped. So I, I did some breathing and I did some of my techniques. Um, and then I talked with Joe and my mom and we talked about, you know, like what are like the benefits, what are the negatives? And um, at that point I just kind of had to go back into myself and, and kind of meditate on it. Um, so I had thought about it and uh, I had decided an epidural was going to be the best decision because I still wanted to, birth vaginally if I was able and so I had and at this point, you weren't having any contractions yet like they had no. all gone completely oh so wow I had, I had none anymore so they how it was like completely stalled so that's why they were like oh. we and because the waters were ruptured there's a higher risk of infection and because the baby's heart was going up and down and like it was like showing signs that baby may be going into distress they're like we kind of would like to move this along you know and I was like I'm calm I want I want to have a calm birth <laughs> um, so we had like the music going on and um and then I finally talked with the OB and I said you know like I think this like I think an epidural like I'll, I'll let go of my fear and I need to do what's best um in that moment for myself and for the unbirthed child um so we had decided that we wanted to do the epidural um that we would do that. I didn't want to do the epidural, but that I was going to do the epidural. Um, and that was probably like the worst part. Like even through all my contractions or surges, uh, like I found those quite mild to be honest. And I was about almost six centimeters um, when they started the epidural. So I had like quite a few hours of the, um, the surges and they weren't like they were discomfort at some points, but it was never like, I never experienced like extreme pain, like what you would see in like the movies or anything like that. Um, so maybe I just didn't get to that point after. Um, but it was the epidural was probably like the most stressful part for me. And the lady that did it was she, that the doctor was amazing. Um, the only thing that I was a little bit upset about at this particular hospital, they wouldn't let your partner stay in the room with you while you did it. So if anybody really? like, yeah, so I would really highly advocate for somebody else. But at that point, I was just like, I just want to get this done. Like, okay, I'll hold my midwife, midwife's hand. Like, well, we're just gonna let go of this fear. And we're gonna get through this. So got the epidural. And then I started the augmentation, I was able to actually have a nap, which was really helpful. Um, and my mom went home for a couple hours, was able to get a nap. And then um, when I was fully dilated, they were like, okay, like, we're gonna start pushing. I was like, my mom's not here yet. Like, we're not pushing yet. Like, this is not a thing that's happening. <laughs> we're gonna have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta roll here. <laughs> yeah. And then I could. Was there an option that you, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Um, there an option that you could um like turn down the epidural had you have wanted to i've heard of something called yeah. a walking epidural but i guess they would have wanted your body to totally relax that's why they yeah. were hoping it would work for you yeah and they like there was the option um that i could decline like there's always options um oh, yes. so I, I could have declined the epidural um the worry was that because the augmentation um, is an un, like it's unnatural, right? Like so, they're giving you basically like the the hormone that the oxytocin that helps with 
building those surges back up. Um, but it doesn't in such a quick and hard way. They said that it's, it can be extremely painful. And the fact that I was so exhausted, they said, you yeah. may not be able to like work to get the baby like out in a timely manner where it's safe. Um, so they yeah. were worried that I was going to have to be, um, like having an emergency C-section. So to me, yeah. I was like epidural or emergency C-section. Like, and I mean, like no judgment for anybody who has to get C-sections, like that you got to birth your baby, however you need to birth your baby. Um, but I was just very, um, I, I, that wasn't what I wanted to do. I was very cautious of that. And I was like, you know, I'll get, I guess I'll get a needle in my spine compared to getting like, it's like half a major surgery. Um, so uh, I did have the option of doing that, but the, the worry was that I wouldn't go into distress and baby would go into distress because I wasn't like, because I'd be able to feel um, the quick right. and hard surges. So, um, so with that, and like, because the baby's heart rate was already going up and down and with the oxytocin, there's already um, like the nurses, you have to have one-on-one um, because there's already a risk of babies going into distress with that um, intervention. So I was like, you know what, like, I need to just let go of my personal fears. Yeah, I need to get this baby into this world as healthy as possible. And like, what, what am I really afraid of at this point? Like, I'd rather get a needle in the spine, like, and which is so crazy, yeah. because I'm absolutely like, even though I'm a nurse, I'm petrified of needles and even the thought of like I can give them compassionately to everybody but like for myself like to receive them I'm the biggest baby in the world so um so it was quite challenging for me to to receive that treatment um and it wasn't exactly how I had planned it but I was able to still um vaginally birth her and um so from the time that I was fully dilated um my mom was supposed to come in she was able to make it just in time and there was about I think five five surges I had so I started um with the midwife and the nurse my partner and my mom in the room um and we um I was doing my hypnobirthing thing uh, breathing and to help kind of um, like release the baby and I had five surges so it was about 20 minutes of me actually like pushing I wasn't exactly like pushing pushing but um, to help with like releasing the baby and um, she was born in like 25 minutes ish not even 25 minutes oh, wow. yeah so did you guys um wait for that fetal ejection reflex or like did your body just kind of do it on its own or do you feel like with the breathing that's what kind of helped bring her I think the breathing really helped and um because I with the hypnobirthing the practicing um of that kind of breathing technique so it's kind of like a J technique is what I use um so I think that was really helpful um, because it's, it was so weird because with an epidural um, I thought you couldn't feel anything and I could definitely feel like I felt the surges. I could feel her like kind of creeping out and then coming back in. And then like, I felt her coming out. Yeah. So like I could feel things, which I wasn't expecting, um, but I just couldn't feel the pain associated with it. um, If there was so more like pressure, sorry feel more of like a pressure is what yeah, you could so feel. Yeah, it was like an extreme oh, pressure. Um, like probably like the biggest poop you're ever going to take in your life is what it felt like. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and it was so funny because um, my midwife, she kept trying to coach me and I was like, I don't need coaching. It's fine. Because um, I could feel the surges. And I was like, I don't need you guys to tell me when I need to, what I need to do. Like, I, so we had the music going. Um, I was doing my breathing. I had Joe up. He was up by um, my head and like holding my hand. And my mom was mm-hmm. down and she watched the whole thing, which I'm like, I don't know how you did that. But like, I'm a nurse and I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but so she watched the entire thing. And um, my mom got to like, they did the um, delayed cord cutting. So there were some things that were in my um uh, birthing preferences that we were able to have even though it wasn't in the place or exactly how I wanted to do it and um she came out like so healthy and like screaming and like I just saw her face and was it was just such a surreal feeling 
and we didn't know um, we decided well I decided that I didn't want to know what the birth or the gender was and Joe I was gonna let him find out um, but then he he couldn't guarantee that he wouldn't slip up and tell me I was like there's no way then I'm like if you could keep it like seal that like lock it with the key and like lose <laughs> that key then fine but he was like I can't guarantee that I was like well I really don't want to know until I give birth um, so I think that really helped too because I was just the anticipation of like oh like who is this like little human yeah, yeah like so that- did you have like that mother intuition feeling or no not even a little bit like so I didn't either. yeah like I had like I, it was so weird though because I, I honestly I thought I, she was gonna be a boy and then like a couple weeks before I gave birth I kept having dreams about her being a girl and I just thought it was so weird. I was like, so like my daytime thought I was like, oh yeah, like it's going to be a little boy. And then at night I kept, I just kept dreaming about her being a girl. So I was like, oh, like I really have no idea, but it's just weird that my, um, like my dreams were right. So that I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it was such a nice moment. Cause Joe, he, even though he's like, oh, I would like, you know, any, any gender, whatever, as long as they're healthy kind of thing, but he really wanted a girl. And so when, like, they kind of, like, they threw her at me, actually, because um, she came out so quick. They had called the uh, OB to come in, and um, and the nurse didn't even have, like, a glove on to, to receive the baby because oh, they, they, they weren't ready. And she's like, oh. So they basically threw her on my belly <laughs> when, when I birthed her because they weren't expecting her to come out so quick, I guess. Um, and then the OB came in like a few minutes later and was like, oh, I guess we had a baby. <laughs> like that was quick. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you. Um, but then they needed to turn on the lights cause I did have, um, I just had very minor tearing. Um, so I only had to get three stitches, which is quite minimal. Um, so like while they were doing that, we had to have the lights on. So the nurse, cause I had let her know some of the stuff that I, I was hoping for afterwards. So I really wanted that skin to skin contact like fairly like yeah. quickly after. So we were able to do that. We did the delayed cord cutting, um, which I honestly, I don't even remember me and Joe, neither one of us remember the cord being cut. Apparently my mom did this huge like theatrical moment where she cut the cord and I was like, mom, we were, <laughs> we were staring at our baby. Like I have no, like, I just, I don't remember any of that part. Um, <laughs> but they did do the delay cord cutting. Um, and then when they had to turn on the lights, they gave us a blanket to put over her. Cause that was something um, I was really adamant about was, you know, like they're coming from this dark, warm, cozy space into this like hospital room with like fluorescent lights and like tons of people around right so I was like I really wanted to be calming first we had the hypnobirthing music still on and I asked them to all kind of like keep their voices like down and uh, we were able to have a blanket over um, her so that it was still a little bit dark um, so that she wasn't just like so shocked by these fluorescent lights Um, yeah so it was it went a lot different than how I had planned it but I mean I don't think you get to plan how unless you have like a planned c-section of like on this time at this day um, and even then still it doesn't work out sometimes quite like that so um, yeah but I'm very grateful for the way like that it all came out and I think that I made the decisions um, that I needed to in that moment and I was still able to vaginally give birth and I did with like the least amount of interventions that I, I could for my situation um, and I think that the hypnobirthing really helped because I honestly the thought of an epidural prior to like even just talking about like the possibility of it with the midwife prior to like with all the prep um, I was like almost in tears like even with the thought of it and actually living it and doing it and being in that moment and being like, you know what, I got to let go of this fear and, and get through this. And I had the positive affirmations my mom was reading throughout the whole thing and um, having just like my support team. It was just so, it was just so nice. Like I just, I'm glad that I did what I had to do and I'm really thankful that I found the hypnobirthing because that just made everything so much easier. And I think I was, because I was so calm as well like I think that also helped with um, her being able to be birthed so quickly once I was dilated so it was like two days of of labor and then 
boom, like 20 minutes of actually like delivering her. So it was, yeah, yeah she came out like a, like a rocket. <laughs> yeah. You know, really, that is the ultimate um, test of the hypnobirthing. Like the whole point of it is to allow yourself to surrender to your birth. Like it, yeah. it's not like it only is for vaginal birth. Like even if you had a cesarean, exactly. it, you can still use it. Right? Yeah. It's so that you can stay calm and, you know, kind of let happen what's meant to happen kind of thing. At least that's my take on it. Yeah, exactly. And that was my take on it as well. Like I was hoping that I'd have that you know, hypnosis where you're like, feel amazing. And like, I think I had quite a bit of that, like in the beginning of my labor, like, I think I was quite calm, because my mom and Joe, everybody was like, Oh, like, you're very, like, calm. And like, my midwife was, when I was having surgery, she's like, you're taking this quite well. Like, are you sure? Like, like, is this labor? <laughs> you know, like, are you? <laughs> I was like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm in labor. Like, I definitely feel this, like, I can feel the surges. And like, it's just, like I'm, I'm calm. I don't think that it was like, I wasn't experiencing the pain. I think that other people have experienced yeah. in the past, like up to that point. So I can't speak to after I had the epidural because all I could feel was pressure and I could feel the surges. So I'm not quite sure what that experience is for others. Um, but for myself, like prior to that, like all the contractions I was having were, um, in my opinion, like quite mild compared to what I've heard from other people in the beginning. So yeah. Yeah. And you were able to like stay calm, even though you had to get the epidural, yeah. and, you know, going the way you wanted, but you were able to, you know, keep through it because that's, you know, really important as well. It doesn't always go how we, how we really hope it. Yeah, will. exactly. And like, it was, it turned out to be like, I, like I en really enjoyed the actual like birthing part of it. And, um, it was, it wasn't at like, I had all this fear like in my first trimester, I had all this fear of what labor and delivery looked like. And coming through that, like, I really don't have that fear anymore. Like it was, um, like, I felt really empowered as like a woman, the fact that like, I birthed a human out of me. And like, I was you able really feel power. Yeah, like, it was just such a cool feeling. And then, like, when I got to see, like, they threw this little human on me, and I got to see her <laughs> little face, and she was just screaming at my face. And I'm just like, Oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> like, instantly. Yeah. Right. So it was and how was your delivery? Sorry? How was your placenta delivery pretty easy? I honestly, I can't even tell you how it was. I was so in the zone with my baby, not even uh -oh. a, no clue whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I feel like it must like, I know my mom said like it was out because I was just like, oh, like I thought I was supposed to like deliver like a placenta as well. You know, I was like, when, like, when do I do that? She's like, oh, that that's already done. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I guess that's already done. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. That's and did you kind of bring her right to boob? Or did you want to try the breast crawl? Or did you did you have any plans for for the first breastfeed? There? Um, yeah, so I pretty much I had her on my chest and I had my shirt open and, um, and she just started feeding right away. So what? Oh, yeah, no trouble. Was she okay at breastfeeding. Yeah. So the I, I've been I'm still doing breastfeeding. And the first little bit was a little bit challenging because her latch. Yeah. Um, she just kept basically like biting my nipple. So that was interesting. Um, but I had the, the, the great thing actually about the fact that I actually had to go to the hospital and then she was underweight. Um, so everybody kept telling me like the ultrasound text and my midwife, Oh, you're gonna have a big baby, you're gonna have a big baby. And I was almost at 42 weeks at that point. Um, and I was like, Oh, crap, I'm gonna have this like humongous baby. And she came out and she was underweight. So we had to stay in the hospital for an extra three days, uh, so that they could monitor her blood sugars and just making sure that um, she was feeding and, and gaining weight, um, or like being able to feed the way she was supposed to. So she did lose a little bit of weight um, on the third day, I think it was so it was quite a bit. Um, but then she started feeding a lot. Um, and because she started cluster feeding while I was in the hospital, uh, I had an amazing nurse, like, thank goodness I had her. So if I would have been at home, like with the birthing center, you basically birth your baby and you go home, um, like an hour or two later. Um, so at this hospital, I had to stay and the nurse uh, really helped with positioning and uh, showing me like she helped me with like learning how to hand express um, 
so that she was like, cause I was like, I don't know. Like, do I have enough like breast milk? Like, I don't know what's happening. I'm like, I'm feeding her every like 45 minutes or half an hour. I'm like, and she's just like crying and hungry. Like, I, I don't know. And the nurse just came over, like grabbed my boob. And she was just like, do squirt some milk. And she's like, you got tons of milk. She's like, you just got to keep putting that baby to the boob. But I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep putting this baby to the boob. <laughs> and um, she came in, uh, she was working night shift and she came in probably every half an hour to every hour of her night shift and came in and helped with like positioning and helping me with like Aww. teaching me how to basically get her to latch. Um, so if I hadn't have had that, like I feel like I would have been very frustrated at home probably because she, she started cluster feeding so quickly. I was like, Oh my gosh, like what is this? Yeah. You don't know, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I had oh, such an awesome, like my uh, labor and delivery nurse was just like amazing and then I had a couple of really great nurses while we were staying um, that really did a lot of education because I, I do more mental health nurse. So I, I have a, a broad spectrum of knowledge with uh, like in the medical field, but really like labor and delivery was not anywhere in, on my radar. Like I, I've never had to really do anything other than in school with with that. So I was completely like new to all this and it was just so nice having that support and um, being able to breastfeed, like I'm just so thankful that I've been able to continue to do that. It's such a awesome connection. I feel really great about being able to give the baby like the nutrients that I'm like, like I'm fully supporting. Like I just started solids this week with her, like up until that point, like it's just like, I've literally just been giving life to this human. Like, it's I know so it's so weird. Yeah, I thought the same thing. And like, even really, they say that for the first year, you don't really have to give them food. Like for yeah. the first year, you really can just keep them alive with breast milk. I just thought that was incredible. Yeah, like, and it's, it, it is, it's amazing. And that my body, like, I'm not telling it to to produce the milk, you know, it's not like, oh, hey, left boob, right boob, time to make some, <laughs> make some food for my baby. Like, it just does it automatically. Like, it's just so wild. Like, and that's like, even with like pregnancy too, like that whole time, I was just like, my body, I was like, every time, like, the, I remember the one ultrasound, I was like, there's a spine, like, that, I made that spine, like, like this is insane for oh, me, yeah. Like, yeah, so it's just, it's very cool, and um, so I, I really enjoy the fact that I get to, to do the breastfeeding, and I also had, um, in our community, we have something called Breastfeeding Buddies, so I also was able to reach out to a peer, um, a volunteer peer that uh, would help with, like, doing techniques and um, just support if you needed it through the first few weeks of um, learning to breastfeed. Uh, so I also had that, which I found really helpful for um, keeping with the breastfeeding because I could definitely um, see why some people choose to use formula after a certain point because it was, it was a lot of work and it was challenging. Like I had like sore nipples, like I had to get medicated cream for it. Like it was, um, definitely not easy but like considering like I was easy in the fact that she was um had no like physical issues with latching um but I mean like mentally it was quite challenging having to be up every hour two hours to feed this baby and then trying to position your boob in a per like the perfect position for them and uh, yeah it was just it was very interesting but it's very it's a very special thing that I'm very grateful that I get to experience with her so it's, yeah, definitely. You know. And how did you find postpartum? Was it, it seems like you've got, you've got your mom and your partner. So you've mm -hmm. got quite a bit of support, but it can still be quite lonely postpartum sometimes. Yeah. So I, I actually am I'm quite um, lucky. Joe has a big family and I have my one sister is here in town. I'm very close with um, my other sister that lives in the UK. So I always had somebody, if I need to talk to somebody um, and I had, um, for the first week I had asked for pretty well, like no visitors other than immediate family. So I had Joe's sister and her family and my sister and her family, um, and his parents come. And that was all that I was allowing for the first week because I was like, okay, I can't, like, I feel like if I denied that, that they'd just be very, very upset. But at the same time, I was like, it's my baby and I want to do like what I want to do with my baby. Um, so I really wanted to just have a calm, 
environment for the first little bit and not have her be passed around and just really be able to have that bonding time and a lot of skin to skin um, with both me and Joe. Um, so I didn't want a whole lot of people with like me, like boobs hanging out and like topless, and, you know what I mean? Like trying to yeah. figure out breastfeeding. <laughs> out. So people were very respectful of that. So I was very ha- happy that that was the case. Um, so for the first week, we didn't have anybody. And like, at, like day three, I think it was a little bit of a challenge. Like, I definitely had a good cry day that day. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah. then afterwards, it's been like, there's definitely been moments where I'm like, Joe, like, I really just need you to to take her for like even 10 minutes. Like I just need to go and, and breathe for a few minutes. Um, (laughs) But for the, for the most part, um, I have a really good support team. Like I have a lot of friends, I have a lot of family um, that are always asking if I want to cut, like if they can come over, if I want to go out. Um, So I'm quite fortunate in that. Um, So I haven't really had too many um, issues like emotionally with um, postpartum. Like I've been really loving being on mat leave. Um, I really enjoy like the, like I had a very quick connection with my baby, which was really great because I know some people like have a a struggle with that. So I I was very happy that like instantly I was just like, oh my God, I love this human. Like this person is like mine (laughs) and oh my gosh, like she's just, she's such an amazing kid. Um, so I'm very happy for that. Um, physically I've had some, um, issues postpartum, which was a struggle. So I also had, um, I'm not sure if it was because I had the epidural and I wasn't able to feel um, when I was um, pushing. Um, but apparently it's quite abnormal, the one part. So I had an abdominal wall tear um, horizontally. Oh so um, I also had um, where your ribs, um, like where your uh, abdominal muscles um, rip, like down the middle. Um, so I, I had that and then I had like horizontally, I had this, um, massive tear in my stomach. Um, so I had that tear happen just like a couple days after giving birth. And then, um, and then I also threw out my back at the same time. So no. I, yeah, so I basically for about a week, I wasn't able to really do anything with, um, Delina. So Plus having stitches too, right? Yeah, so that was fun trying to get on and off of a couch or in and out of bed. Um, So I had my sister and we had, like we set up in the living room, kind of like a station so that I wouldn't have to walk to the nursery to change her because I had the the change station set up in her nursery. Um, And I was like, I can't like walk that far right now, guys. So um, even though I was able to have the vaginal birth, I feel like I also had kind of like a C-section almost recovery after. Um, So that was quite challenging. But I mean, um, I had a lot of like, thank goodness I had so much support. Um, I had um, people like my sister, she would come, like she works in the evening mostly. So she came in most days and um, would go and change Delina for me and like help me with like food and um, I was just very lucky that I had so much support because I honestly, I don't know how single moms or people having to do that by themselves because oh, I would not I, have been I able know. to do that. I would have been a complete mess. So um, yeah, so I had, and I also had like a great team. So I had my osteopath. She actually came to my house to do some treatments. And after that, my back was much better. So then it was easier to heal with the, um, the abdominal tear. And then uh, yeah, what what is that exactly? Um, so basically, it's just the muscles tore in my stomach. So they said um, from uh, most likely because at one point I was quite overweight, like I was over um, 300 pounds and plus I, I stopped looking at the scale at that point. Um, so because I had a weakened abdomen uh, and core because of that they said a lot of times people have like the um they do get some tears and they have that where the um the abs rip like through the medials like um like lengthwise so but mine was horizontally as well so I had two separate issues so um but the horizontal one apparently is like completely abnormal like my doctor was like I have no idea what is going on here so I was like oh and they don't know if it came from pushing or if it's from like having all that pressure quickly go away like they just don't know yeah so nobody's been able to say like they said probably like a combination of like previously being so overweight than um having like the pregnancy and I was quite large in the pregnancy even though I only gained about like 15 pounds um I was quite like 
front heavy. And then um, the, uh, like during the labor, like I wasn't able to feel like while I was pushing. So I may have like pushed harder than I would have normally and right. did some damage that way, but I'm not too sure. Um, so oh gosh, yeah, gosh. so they had no idea, but it really, um, like it really, it's, it's been like, that's probably been like my biggest challenge. And that wasn't um, like, that wasn't anything that was like within my control really. So um, no. just like the healing part is, sorry. Does it heal on its own? Um, so normally it's supposed to. <laughs> um, in my case, it did not. Um, it was less painful. And then I found uh, a pelvic health um, physio that I've been working with. And since I've been working with them, um, it's been so much better. And I don't know if anybody out there that's going to listen to this has heard of a pelvic health physiotherapist. Um but I would highly recommend it after birthing, um, especially if you're like having a vaginal birth. Um, it is a bit intense um, and invasive. So they do manual um, therapies. But then you have like majority of the exercises and stuff I do at home. And it's just it's really helped with building my core back up and releasing some of the tension in my pelvis area. Um, and it's it's been like a lifesaver. So I'm so glad that I found that because when I was looking for a physio to help with my tear, um, every, I called every physio in town and they were like, Oh no, we don't do that. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't like, it's, it's a muscle. Like, do you not work with the muscle? Like, I thought this is what you guys <laughs> do. Like, this is a specialty. Like, and so one of the last people that I spoke with, they said, Oh, cause I told them like, I'm like, can you refer me to somebody? Because I, I called, pretty well every physiotherapist in the city and nobody can help me and they had referred me to um, this pelvic health place and I was just like oh okay I've never heard of this but we'll give it a try I'm so glad I did it was so worth it <laughs> and I, I'm oh, like so I am pretty well like healed up now like there is very minimal um, discomfort or pain and um, yeah like it's it's been a lifesaver so yeah like I oh that's excellent yeah <laughs> Yeah, so it's definitely been like pregnancy and birthing and like postpartum has definitely been a journey. But I honestly, like I tell that story to some of my girlfriends who haven't had kids yet, and they're like, I don't know if I'm going to have a kid. I was like, honestly, though, it's like it, it might sound like awful. Like I've lived it and it it's not as bad as it sounds like it. I definitely was very thankful I was able to have the delivery that I did. Like I was able to get pregnant quite easily. And I had a fairly, like, even though I was quite sick, I had a fairly low risk pregnancy and postpartum, like I haven't had the like postpartum depression. I haven't really had too much of that at all. So I've been quite fortunate with that. I'm like, it's really just been like a couple physical things that I've had to kind of work through and, like it like having a baby changes your body anyways so yes. like I think it's just kind of a part of that and I feel really like I feel very strong that I've been able to kind of go and work through those challenges and work through those challenges so calmly and effectively <laughs> so yeah. yeah oh yeah that's lovely yeah. oh gosh thank you so much for sharing yeah. with me Lindsay <laughs> no worries I hope that it helps other people in their in their journey and um, it's, it's just so great having a little one. Like I just love her. <laughs> it's worth everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> worth everything. Totally. I agree. <laughs> yeah. 